cloud. All right, Tanya, welcome to the podcast, um, Kev the Coach Experience. Um, Tanya is the founder of My Design Life, um, which is a business strategy and personal performance company helping entrepreneurs, businesses, um, create predictable income with integrity and ease. But that's all the fancy stuff. But I know Tanya from our Born to Lead Entrepreneurship Group. Um, thanks for joining us, Tanya. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Yes, I can't wait to dive into some things. I know we're going to do like a power, like 45 minute thing here. We want to give you guys as much um, as we can here. But I wanted to just kick it off with, I think my audience is always just super fascinated to hear because entrepreneurship is just, we forget sometimes because we're in it. And we maybe forget when we started how just amazing it is just to even have the power to even do it every day. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So tell us how you got into it and like how you kind of like had that moment of like, I'm going to do it, you know, and, and go deep into <laughs> it want, as you want to. You want to short, share this, the moment you went crazy and decided <laughs> yeah. to do something nuts. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, so I don't have that huge necessarily aha moment, but what I did have is, you know, growing up, extremely poor. I lived in homeless shelters as a kid. I mean, when I, people say poor and they're like, I couldn't buy the shoes I want. It's like, no, I didn't have a roof over my head. Okay. Um, so that's kind of the environment I grew up in. Um, I took a certain approach to that understanding that in America, you know, school was free and up until college. And so I said, well, clearly there's no money for me, um, for college. And so I need to milk as much as I can out of this free education. So I wasn't the kid who got in trouble in school. I was the kid who like, no parent was driving me to get straight A's, but I was like, I'm going to get everything I can because this is all I got. Um, so I worked really, really hard, got as amazing grades, got out of school and immediately got a job working front office at a clinical, um, as, at a doctor's office. I went from the receptionist assistant. So anyone who's feeling bad that like, oh, I just got a receptionist job. I was the assistant to the receptionist, okay? Um, once the receptionist got fired, I moved up to receptionist. Then our office manager got fired. I went up to office manager. And then from there, I took a risk when I found that there was a position available in the company to be um, an assistant to the doctor. And I thought, oh, I could do that. That would be really cool. And um, they didn't, they didn't really have, they didn't have like the space for that. And they were like, no, that's not like, you know, I didn't have whatever qualifications. So I ended up helping out in the research department. And as I read in the research department, um, clinical research is extremely meticulous. It's something you have to be very organized in. And the gal who was running it was everything but that. And so as I came in, I just naturally took that and started, you know, working it and cleaning it up and making things happen. And as my story seems to continually go, I then ended up taking over that department and running um, 36 clinical studies in HIV, AIDS, and other immunologic diseases. So that was pretty much unheard of for anyone. I was 18 at the time doing that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so that, that really gave me a push and a further drive. My goal at that time, in life was to arrive. My goal was to get as much done as soon as possible so I could have the house, have the car, have my life quote unquote set, right? It would be ready to go because I was, you know, I was, you know, 18. So now I'm coming in 19, 20. I was married at 21. I was going to make, you know, the, the, you know, perfect life. And for those of you who are just listening, I'm saying quote unquote with the fingers here the perfect life happened. And, um, I was, I thought I was on my way. So my focus was work, how much work I could done, how many more hours I could put in. Cause I was getting paid hourly. Um, how much, when I got home, how much could I get done when I was at home? I had a checklist that was minute by minute. Okay. Talk about organize and hustle. <laughs> you guys, I was like, okay, I'm leaving the office at 427 from 427 to, you know, 502, I'd be home from 502 to 50, you know, to, you know, 504, I can go to the bathroom. That's how serious it was. I had bathroom breaks. I, yeah, Kevin, I, I see your face. <laughs> it was like that because I was going to make the most out of it, right? Hustle, grind, repeat, get it done. Um, I, that's what I focused on because again, I was so feature focused that on someday, someday in the future, I would relax. I would take that breath. I would calm mm. down and I would enjoy all this <laughs> life that was around me. Right. But right now it was hustle. Okay. Um, on my 25th birthday, I sat inside the hospital that I was born in while they gave, um, 
they gave my husband a diagnosis of stage four cholangiocarcinoma and four months to live. And he died four months later. So I guess if you ask what that aha moment was, it wasn't an entrepreneurial moment as much as it was the moment that there was no someday anymore. This someday mm. that I was working so hard for that I was not spending time and enjoying life with my husband because mm. someday when all the tasks were done, when the, the you know house was bought and the car was set and all those things were right, that's when I would enjoy it. And that someday no longer existed. And yet all of a sudden I had time to be in the hospital. I had time. I, I wasn't afraid to take time off of work. I didn't care if they were going to fire me. I didn't care what was going to happen because mm. the things that mattered to me were right in front of me. And that time was very limited. And the truth is, is all of our lives are like that. Our time is very limited. Our time is not this idea that it's not promised to us and we don't know well, I was going to say we don't know when someday is, but the truth is, and what we always say in it with um, with my with my business and my people is that um, we have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's no someday on the calendar, and so if you're waiting for someday, the thing that you want to do, if it's going to happen someday, I can tell you right now, it's, it it won't happen because someday doesn't exist. And that was a huge wake up call for me, and that really that's what started my trajectory of creating my own path. And I think as you were saying, Kevin, you know, what entrepreneurship ultimately really is, is creating our own path. It's creating our own path. Mm. It's deciding what's important to me. And what was important to me at that point was time. I no longer wanted to trade my hours for dollars in the way that I had before. And I decided it was time to change something. It was time to move something. And that's what made me take the chance. That's what made me go, well, what if I did this? And I tried crazy stuff. I, I was all over. So short version after that, guys, I went into music. I, I worked with um, up and coming brands with this new company at the time called Whole Foods. Um, I've worked, I worked <laughs> in all kinds of, yeah, all kinds of different um, spaces and areas. And through that saying yes to all the crazy things that came my way, um, really started working with some of the, the amazing other entrepreneurs and executives, which led me to fall into to coaching the way that I fall into it now, which is a real holistic approach where we deal with both the person and the business strategy. And so it's really a perfect combination of the aha moment I had about life, as well as the meticulous detailed girl who sat there and research and bringing those two things together to mm. fully lead an entrepreneur in all areas of what they have to come up against. And so that's my short version, Kevin, of my path. <laughs> You nailed it though. You know, it, it was, it, there's so much in there that is, like, first of all, I, I want to say, I think it's inspiring to like, you know, obviously coming from very, very little, right. I have, I, I would say a lot, I maybe didn't mention this, but a lot of my followers who I have conversations with, like they tend to, I, mean, I don't know what percentage, right. But a lot of these guys didn't have, aren't coming from the greatest of environments. And you yeah. know, there's, there's a, it's very easy to not have a lot of hope. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, that they can build something for themselves. So to hear that you were doing what you're doing at 18, um, I think will be super inspiring to a lot of my people listening out there that like you, as long as you have what's up here, right. And the determination, oh, to yeah. like, just you, like I, from your store, I can just tell you were incredibly persistent. You know, you couldn't have really done what you were doing. You can't, you can't climb a ladder anywhere because it sounds like you were assistant, right? Yeah. All the way to like managing the thing. Like I just kept saying, yeah, I could yeah. do it. Sure. Why not? And half the time you guys, I, I actually didn't know if I could, but I just said, yes, sure. I'll, I could do it. There is something really powerful about just saying yes. You know, cause yeah. I, I read that, um, it was a couple of years ago. I, I think it was a Grant Cardone, if anyone else, but he, he has this thing in sales where he's like, just say yes and figure out the rest mm -hmm. later. You know, like, cause if it's something that's aligned with who you are and you know, yeah. you want it, like, don't worry about the figuring out stuff because that's yes. not what matters. It's just they're asking you to do something right now. So just yep. say yes now, figure out the rest later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that that really is is a, is the theme. I think you can look through all the places that I ended up in my life. I mean, even working in music, um, I, I didn't know it. But hey, I get the basic principles of how to talk about someone. This is back when MySpace was like the place to market. And I figured that out. And, you know, the artists I work with want, went through the first round of Grammy nominations. You know, the people who I've worked with have, have done inc incredible things, not because I was the world renowned 
artist manager, but because I said, mm. sure, I'll figure it out. And I figured mm. it out. And I, I, you know, that was, I mentally hustled as opposed to physically hustling after that. I mentally went, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll do the research. Well, we'll instead of, I don't know how it, how to do it. I said, well, how could I do it? Mm. And that was yeah. a huge switch. That's the yeah. biggest thing I would say. <laughs> I love that because that's so true for a financial side of life too. Like instead of mm -hmm. I can't afford this, how can I afford this? And of course, some people are like, "Well, I'm not just going to come up with a business idea right that second. But it just it just opens the door for for possibility. And I think that's just like so many people. Like we probably meet all the time as an entrepreneur. We meet people who aren't entrepreneurs, and maybe they they feel like they're not living their their peak self. And you kind of hear those little snippets in the things they say to you, where you're like, "Oh, mm -hmm. I wish I could just." change that little thing but we can't because we don't like you know we got to be unless you know we're, we're doing business with them but usually we're trying to be friends so we're like trying to right. chill and not, <laughs> not interrupt their peace but um no I think there, there's so much there and, and I think for you it sounds like it was just like almost like a, a stubborn persistence like you know you yeah. feel like <laughs> you know like it has to be right because yeah. if you if you know yeah, I, I think and, mm -hmm. coming back to, to the real core of all this too, and I know it's something we're going to step into a little bit today mm -hmm. is, is the word that I, I was going to say, unfortunately, but it's not unfortunate. Um, it just has the potential to lose its power, but, but the power, the thing in this is really, it is that mindset it's mindset. I had every reason and nobody would have held it against me to say, this is too hard. This is too much. I didn't have the, the means of growing up. I don't have anyone backing me up. I didn't have a family to support me. I don't have the education. My husband just died. This just happened. All my money has gone away to pay for medical bills. I, and if I gave up, nobody would hold it against me. All of my excuses were valid. And a lot of you listening, your excuses are probably valid. You probably have odds stacked against you. You probably don't have the bank account to support you. You can think of a ton of reasons. And the truth is, they're probably true. So my question to you is, now what? Now what? Do you say, well, that's all the reason I shouldn't try? Or do you say, all right, I'm going to figure it out anyway. How will I do it with all these odds stacked against me? That's the next choice you get to make. And when we look at that mindset, and like I said, I know it gets thrown around so flipping much. And part of me is excited. I'm glad people are talking about mindset. Unfortunately, the other side is we think it's, oh, I can just make this switch. I get it. I get it's not just a switch. But I'll tell you this. I, my mind was changed and my fire was lit under me because I lost a human that I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with. And I was able to make a huge shift in my, in how I saw the world in the midst of tragedy. So my question to you is, are you going to wait for the tragedy to hit you? Are you going to wait for that almost fatal car crash? Are you going to wait for you lose that person? Are you going to wait to get laid off your job and then react? Or will you step back and say, how do I curate the life that I want in the midst of maybe my seemingly comfort right now? Maybe life isn't so bad because if I can, if anyone, not just me, but if people can make these changes in the midst of chaos and, and trauma and frustration, imagine how much easier you can make these choices in the midst of joy and peace and comfort mm. and facilitate them yourself, not let that job and that leader who, who didn't make the right choice. And now the company has to close and now you're laid off. Don't let him or her make that decision, but you can say, you know what, the same way that if I walked in my job today and I got laid off, I would figure it out. You can quit it <laughs> and figure it out. And I'm not saying everyone here needs to quit their job, but maybe it's <laughs> taking that trip. Maybe it's doing that thing, that, that dream of whatever that is, becoming the person who you are and go, well, I didn't have this. I didn't have that. Go, okay, well, how can I create it? What would it take? Before you even understand, before you decide whether it's you can do it or not, what would it actually take? And then look at those individual requirements and see what you can do about those. Mm. And I think you just almost transitioned into another topic that I, I, I was like, that's fascinating because asking all these questions like this is a must, you know, you have to find a way to always have resolve, right? That's like entrepreneurs, like we all, like you have to have resolve or else you just don't survive at all, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. you know, of what you're doing. Um, but you're, you're stepping into this, this area where 
um, you know, from, from persistence to resolve, like this is what makes just people in general, right? Um, yeah. so you've got to find a way, <laughs> you've got to find a way like with whatever's going on to, to see the, the positive. And I think um, a lot of people too, we, we, we come through like a system of education in school and um, somewhere along the lines, you know, we stopped asking what we wanted, you know, like you get, mm-hmm. you know, that, and unfortunately it could, in it, the, the longer you're almost in that cycle, it's like, I'm, I'm going to combat that a little bit to say, I don't think that most people were ever even encouraged to ask what they want. Most would, people yeah, were told like what that. you want, what you want is to graduate high school. What you want is to go to a good college and what you want is to get a good job. That's what you want. And we were all were told. told that. And I'm not against that. And, and again, not to make this any sort of entrepreneurship conversation, yeah. it's not about the job or not, but the, the idea is that somehow the work that you do is going to be the thing that makes you happy. And any of you who are, you know, in that position now, you may recognize, holy crap, that is not kind of playing out the way they told me it would, <laughs> because it is about, it is about you. Is about how you feel. It's about how you manage your time. If you don't have an idea and a plan of who you want to be, what you want, what you want, and what you want your life to look like, someone else will decide that for you, and they have no problem doing that. They will. Oh, you have time? I'll gladly take your time. Hello, job. Hello, (laughs) friends. Even there are toxic friends. There are toxic family members who will take that time. There is anyone. Come on. We all have finite time. So if you're offering it up because you don't have a plan for it, trust me, someone will gladly take that time (laughs) from you. And so when we're not really standing in clarity of going, what? Wait a minute. Like you said, Kevin, stop for a minute and go, what do I really want. And I don't, I don't mean, what do you want to be when you grow up? That's all great too. But what do you want your life to look like? You can have a, again, like I said, this is not an entrepreneurship preaching thing. So you can have a great job and then go, well, what do, what is, Mm -hmm. what is the purpose of this job? Is it to make enough money? So I have a life that Mm -hmm. looks like this. Is it, is it the nice house, a nice car, which I'm absolutely not against at all. Um, is, is it, that you can travel a lot? Is it about having autonomy? Is it about having time off? Is it about being able to learn a certain skill or move up? Do you wanna run something? Have you really sat down and looked at the different areas of your life, your wealth, your health, your relationships? Um, you know, If marriage and parenting is in your world or potentially in your world, it's go beyond a yes or no question and start to paint for yourself what you want it to look like. And I mean, really like, do you wake up in the morning and, and do you go to work and like get home early? That's like, looks like a good day to you. Or are you the person who gets up and goes to yoga and, you know, does a a huge morning routine and then goes (laughs) to work for a couple hours? Like, I mean, really paint that vision. Mm -hmm. I remember when I worked in clinical, I remember driving to work and seeing people jog down, like it would be like nine o'clock. I don't know why I was going to work so late. I think I worked at nine, but it was a long time ago. And I would see people jogging and I was like, what do they do that at (laughs) 9 a.m. they're just like, you know, jogging. Like that's, you know, that's what overachievers do at 5 a.m. and then go to the office. Like that I get, but at nine, Mm -hmm. like, hello, like who's jogging at nine in my world, right? In my world, like, how is that a normal thing somebody gets to do? And I, and I like, I don't like jogging. So it wasn't like my dream, but I was like, I want a life where at 9am on a Wednesday, I get to choose what I want to do. Like that sounds incredible. And starting to really recognize in a literal sense, like, what does that look like for you? Mm. Because this idea of, I want to be rich or I want to be wealthy doesn't answer what it looks like because it's for what, what is it that you actually want with that wealth? What is the life Mm. you want to paint that clarity when we, it just combines all together, right? With, with mindset, it compares with your plan. It compares with how you manage your time when you actually have a clear picture. Otherwise you're just spinning for the sake of spinning. That's scary. (laughs) That's a scary thought for you and I, for sure. (laughs) 
Because spinning is not momentum. Spinning no. is just dizziness. That spinning does yeah. not mean you're going somewhere. We've all seen wheels spin in different ways that don't actually, mm -hmm. come on. I mean, Peloton bikes is great, right? But you don't go anywhere, you guys. <laughs> you don't go anywhere. Like we know what it's like to have wheels spinning and that you can be busy, you can get stuff done, but it doesn't mm -hmm. mean you have forward momentum. And mm -hmm. that is a really moment to step back and go, before I look at anything else, and I have this with my clients in business, before we look at your strategy, before we look at your income goals that you want, I need to understand the life you want. Mm -hmm. Because if I understand that this is valuable to you, or that's important, or this space is important, then we have to make sure that we build a strategy and a process that allows for those things that are important for you to live that life now not someday in the future that mm -hmm. may or may not ever exist. Mm. And so that's, that's anyone. And this is why it's a human thing, right? We come back to human growth and human happiness. This is not an entrepreneur thing. This is not just a self-development thing. This is making the most of your life as a human thing. What is mm. it? And have a clear, clear picture of those areas of what it looks like and ask yourself, why does it look that way? Is it because that's what I think it's supposed to look like? Do I, do I cook every day because that's what I mm. saw like my mom do and that's what it's supposed to happen? Or is this what I saw there? Is that why I'm supposed to do it this way? Mm -hmm. Why do I want it like that? Mm. And that, that's really first level, I think, of any success, any kind of success in life is having a clear, really clear vision of what. Mm you want, not the end goal. Notice that. I, I know I'm going mm -hmm. on a tangent here, but notice that if you're like, my end goal is I want to run a business. I want to have this much money. Uh -uh, I'm not, I'm talking about the day to day. What does it look like when you <clears> wake <throat> up? What does it look like when you wake up 10 years from now? If, if maybe again, you're thinking marriage or kids, what does that look like? How do you and your partner, what is, is it, do you guys go on dates all the time? Or are you kind of the grumpy kind, like a married with children? <laughs> like, what is it? What does it look like? Are they supposed to bring you um, gifts, you know, home every day? Like I have people who've had these visions. They're like, I want flowers every day. I'm like, have you ever said that to your partner? <laughs> like, no, that's just how it's supposed to be. I'm like, no, 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 that's only your world. You need to be really clear <laughs> so you can have this communication and actually create this process. There's no right or wrong. The, the only, I would say the only wrong path is not having the clarity at all. Yeah. And again, now you're just heading to someone else because they'll they'll take your time and they'll they'll they have an agenda for you. Oh yeah. So you really just have to. From I think kind of the the gist of what we're saying is just even just start small. You know, obviously you're not gonna like if you fall your throw yourself head over heels into something. You know that that's where you go crazy. But the point I think what we're trying to say here is is, is what Tanya is putting up is asking why. It's like really like a ladder of whys. You know, mm -hmm. like that's the, the question that I think successful people are always asking and just conscious people, right? People who are really paying attention to their lives. You ask why about everything, it's nonstop and, and not to be overwhelming because it can be overwhelming sometimes. Like there's yeah, things in your life yeah. that you're like, holy crap, like this is hard, you know, and I keep asking why about it. And I haven't figured it out yet or whatever. And that, that's when you go deep and that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the point is to, to get past the limiting belief stage. So if you're in the stage that's like, you know, you're hearing this and you're like, oh man, I have been kind of going through the spinning cycle of like going to work, go home, you know, binge on stuff, go to bed. And like, it could be better, you know, and that, that's, mm -hmm. the, that's all we're saying right now is just get past that section and all, and all getting past that is just admitting, right. Just admitting that you want some change. I talked to a lot of like, we all, if you work with clients, this is something you, <laughs> you're going through, right? Like it, having them sort of admit that they want a change in some area and however small it is for you is what is important, right? So like, it could be as small as after listening to this podcast, later tonight, you sit down and you journal for the first time, right? Just writing down some random things about what you want. I think that's kind of like how it starts, right? Is you just yeah. really small, vague things. Don't be too like nitpicky about building a business plan and having like some of those things will be true. And some of those things will be just floating ideas in the air, but um, getting started. Even and then if the planning, you get to mm -hmm. thinking about wanting to be, like looking at a business before you look at the plan mm -hmm. again, like you said, go back to why, mm -hmm. what do you actually want it to afford you or because you may actually, if you recognize what the real true goal is, there may be many paths to that. And, and creating a business out of it may only be one of 10 other ways to make exactly end result happen. And that's the power of that clarity, which is, is the first step. 
Like maybe you're someone who just wants to post content, but you have the limiting belief. Like, so we're not saying entrepreneurship and starting a business is the only path. We're just saying there's maybe something you're not doing right. Maybe it's, it's like, you really have been wanting to meditate. Something so simple as just sitting down and meditating. You've been wanting to do that for years, like step into that, you know, give those things and they'll lead to the bigger stuff later on. Uh, but getting well, started. And, and, and I'm going to interject yeah. with that. Even with yeah. that, this goes back to that vision. What does that look like? I want to mm-hmm. meditate. Okay. What does that look like? Is that daily? Is that an hour? Is it five minutes? Do you have to have candles? Like, <laughs> like, again, like, like you said, Kevin, it's not about going like overly detailed to like yeah. all this craziness, but we also can't be so like, I want to meditate. What does that mean? And why mm-hmm. is if you're struggling with meditation, I'm all about it. Meditation is a very powerful thing. There's lots of science to back it up. Um, but there's a lot of ways to get the benefits of meditation in other spots as well and other practices. Mm-hmm. So why is it meditation? Is it because meditation really is, or it's because someone told you that meditation is the way it should be. And now you're going to beat yourself up because you're just not really feeling it. Mm-hmm. And that this is where all of this stuff we're talking about right now really distills down to self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Like really know yourself. We are so distracted with so much stuff in front of us that we don't have to get to know ourselves. And when we don't, when we don't really tune into what we want, who we are, what makes us happy, then again, we just chase what gets thrown in front of us or what other people say might make us happy. And that leaves you vulnerable to living a miserable life. Mm-hmm. And the only one on that deathbed who's going to care about how you lived your life and how much fun you had or didn't have is going to be you at the end. No one else is going to be like, oh, you did that? Cool. Good job. Oh, that too? Yeah, good job. No one's going to have that checklist. No one's going to be like, I know you didn't like that, but we all thought that was cool. No one will be there. It's only going to be you answering to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to figure out what, what's going to work for you, what, what you want. And it has to be very individual is what you're, you're really saying. It's like, it's not what someone on Instagram said, because I see that a lot. I don't know if you do, Tony. Yeah. I see a oh, lot yeah. of people who are like, I'm pretty sure I have to get into this and I have to do that. Oh, I think I have to wake up at 5 a.m. because I see The Rock. Oh, yeah. The Rock yeah. is up at 5 a.m. and he's working out. And that's the only way. And I'm all for 5 a.m. too. But for yeah. some you don't, it doesn't have to. Why? Like, do you really genuinely think that's beneficial for you? Cool. Otherwise, really, really check it. And, and that's, I think, as we move into the idea of mindset, we move into the idea of habits. We need the idea of even this idea of, of vision self-awareness, really understanding your, your goal and where not, I don't say goal, understanding the life and what your life looks like that Mm -hmm. you want to live. If we look at that as a habit, this is something that we actually do once a year, once a year, I I run a workshop and we go through these 18, it's a lot, but there's a lot of we're, you know, multifaceted people. So there's 18 areas of life from health, wealth, relationships, your family relationship, like your relationship with your mom and your dad versus maybe the family you've created. Um, what you want, uh, we go, we look at sex, everything. What is it that that looks like that you want it to look like? You don't have to tell us, mm-hmm. right? But you can write that down and you really get super crystal clear and then look at your year ahead and go, am I doing the things? Do I have the things planned? that actually lead to this life that I want to live? How, what are the action steps that I can do to create this life now? Mm. And that's where the blueprint starts. That's where the clarity of like Kevin's, you know, most awesome life can translate to Kevin's most awesome 2022, because Mm -hmm. we start with the clarity and then we start to understand the action steps. And Mm. then when we, and then when you really want to like step it up, You start to really move into understanding the biology that you can harness to work with you, which is another area I'm passionate about, which is is the neuroscience of it. Understanding how to actually use the way your brain naturally functions, naturally works to help you create these habits. Because it's one thing to say, I want to meditate. And then maybe you've asked yourself why and you say, no, really, it is meditation. That's cool willpower alone can be really hard and there is a lot of distraction so how can you use systems that are already in place i.e the way your brain functions to actually support you in that um Mm. and so i don't know kevin do you want to jump into some neuroscience is that i i would love to and i think because Anything that's scientifically backed, I think we all just go, okay, well, that'll be <laughs> right. Then I'll do it. I, I get it. 
Well, I think the first thing to give you guys, so, you know, I know like neuro, you know, neuro hacks are like a thing right now. So we'll just go into a little couple things that, that I think at some fundamental level will help you understand how to support yourself, how to support your habits and the really simple things that you can do, but you'll understand that it's more than some, I'm going to say some coach, even though I'm a coach, some coach told you, Hey, this is a good thing. You can understand that there's a lot more backing it. So the first core to understand about your brain and your, the way we function as humans is to understand neuroplasticity and neuroplasticity is really just a fancy way to say the ability of the brain to rewire itself as a result of an experience. Okay. And so what I mean by this is if you've driven home enough times, Eventually the brain has rewired itself to say, Kevin's in the car. He's, he, I can already say he's driving home. Like here's an automatic highway of the directions home. Kevin no longer has to sit there and go, okay, how do I get there? I'm going to turn left. Like, you know, like you, you do it without thinking. And the reason that happens without thinking is because the brain has created a, a direct wire to Kevin's going home and where Kevin lives that you literally don't have to think about it. The brain is not this um, like super thing to push us. The brain actually is really, really lazy. And so the brain wants to actually conserve energy, which means it wants to think as little as possible. So if you do something enough, the brain's like, oh, like he does this all the time. So let's just make this automatic, which is what we also may call a habit, right? Mm -hmm. And so what this means is if every time someone cuts you off in traffic, you yell, the brain goes, <laughs> you don't even have to think about it anymore. You just automatically start yelling because the brain's like, this is a habit. This is what we do. If every time you watch Netflix, you go to grab the chips out of the fridge or out of the fridge, out of the cabinet, maybe they're in the fridge. I don't know. Um, it's a habit. You literally are not thinking because you unknowingly have done this so much. The brain has said, well, this is what we do. So mm. this is a habit. So a lot of time when you're trying to undo a habit, you're not just thinking that you go, well, I, I, if I don't do it today, it'll be enough. No, your brain has created a super highway that goes, this is what we do. This is mm -hmm. part of us. So if you want to change it, you actually have to change the highway. And but the beautiful thing is that we can, that's why it's called neuroplasticity. But it also the same way that the repetition took to create the highway, we needed the repetition to create that new highway. And that mm. is why it's so important to stick with something for a long time and, and to keep doing it. Right. So mm. how do we use this? How do we use neuroplasticity? Well, we need to actively choose the habits that we want, right? We need to actually think like, okay, what are the things that serve us? Because we unknowingly chose the chip habit. We unknowingly chose that other habit. So if we consciously choose, okay, this is what I want to do. We need to figure out what that is. We need to go, um, if we can't just say, I don't want to yell out jerk every time I get cut off in traffic, we have to go, what will I do instead? Mm. Okay. I'm going to say, so I had this actually with a real, real world scenario. I had a client who, um, every time little things would happen, he'd drop his keys. He'd be like, ah, oh, you know, F my life. And it was like, you know, <laughs> ha, 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 right? And I was like, you understand like the mental mindset that's going with F my life because you <laughs> like that's extreme. And so, uh, so the little habit we switch, he's like, yeah, I should stop saying that. I said, that's not enough. What will you stay instead? And he's like, you know, I think I'm going to say every time something like I, that I hate happens, I'm going to say, I love my life. And I was like, does that feel comfortable for you? He's like, yeah, it's kind of funny and sarcastic. He's like, that feels good. And within a week, he was like, it's totally working. He's like, I kind of go, oh, I love my life. And then I move, I kind of laugh to myself and I move on. And I was like, I love it. Like, that's great. And now it's this automatic habit that when something bad happens, he says, I love my life. And yes, there's a tinge of sarcasm with it, but it's also so much more powerful to our subconscious to say, I love my life than F my life. And so those little things um, also moves us into a little bit. Um, I, I love touching base on affirmations because affirmations are one of those things that I personally would roll my eyes at. Like, oh God, I'm great. I'm wonderful, right? <laughs> but affirmations, what, so I'm gonna see some people here are probably like, oh gosh, you know, it's the, you know, meh, I'm not really feeling them. But the thing with them is that 
they don't work if we don't believe them. So if you say like, I'm a millionaire in your mirror, like if you're not a millionaire, that's just, it's not true, right? You're just saying it <laughs> and your brain knows that. Your brain's like, yeah. Ugh, okay. But if you, if you say I can become a millionaire, I deserve mm-hmm. to be a millionaire. Mm. That is something you can believe. And you can actually take that practice to change your thought patterns and create new ones. We can train our brain to adopt this belief and then act accordingly. And that's that's where we literally, and I guess where we got into this and why neuroscience is so powerful is, is it's about taking something that, that will take our cues and unfortunately will take some of our negative cues and we can train it to use the cues that we want it to use. We can train it to have the thoughts mm-hmm. that I, this is possible. I can do this. I am a good person. I am a great catch. I am, you know, all these things. I will get through this breakup. We can train that. But if you, if we sit with our brain and go, this is the end, this is awful. This is terrible. Our brain's going to go, okay, I got it. Every time we feel this way, it's the mm. end of the world. Let's go into a deep, dark place. Oh yeah. Right. It's the habit. Even our emotions are habitual. Our brain, we've trained our brain that this is, this is the reality. This is what we feel. And that's the thing. It, anyone who's ever cried at a movie, who knows it's a movie, right? You're not a little kid. You're like, I know this isn't real, but I'm crying. <laughs> it's because the brain doesn't know the difference between real or imagined, right? The brain doesn't know the difference. And so if you cannot see yourself getting through something. The brain can't see it either. But if you can, the brain will believe it the same way as if it's, mm. you're really getting through it. And then as you go through this difficult situation, the brain will go, well, remember last time we got through it? And you might be like, no brain, that wasn't real. And brain's like, yes, it was. It, we totally got <laughs> through it. And, and now you have this like encouraging thing, you know, in your school that's like, come on, you can do it because you've told your brain and showed your brain you can do it before. So we can actually, a lot of times they talk about visualization and what gets mixed up in neuroscience with visualization is a lot of time they go picture yourself, you know, getting into that new relationship or picture yourself getting the A on the test or you're in the bikini. But instead of that, where the real value is, is picturing yourself going through what it took, going to the gym when you didn't want to. Picture yourself studying when you didn't want to. Picture yourself, you know, meeting the people and all the hard part. Because again, when you Mm -hmm. find yourself at that seemingly difficult space, your brain will remind you you've done this before, even though you haven't. Like that's, it's so cool to be able to train like your brain in those processes and those ways. So, I mean, those are just a few things that when you look at habits, when you look at things to support yourself, we can do it through sheer, we can try through sheer willpower. Come on, do it, do it, do it. But yeah, just like a muscle, willpower gets tired. And it's, and if, and here's the other thing, right? With an environment, if you, if you're telling yourself, I'm not going to eat cake and you hang out in a bakery all day, let me tell you, you're going to eat cake. (laughs) my grandma used to say, if you hang out in a barbershop long enough, you're going to get a haircut. Like it's just, and I, I know for in my generation, if you hung out in the tattoo shop long enough, trust me, you walked away with a ton of tattoos and it just was going to happen. Even if you said you weren't, um, your environment is incredibly powerful around you. And the truth is that the environment wins every time. So if you're trying to put yourself in a toxic environment, you're putting yourself in a negative mm. environment. Um, your, you know, you know, the cookies are in the break room, and you keep going to the break room because you're hungry. You're just setting yourself up to fail. Mm. So it's really important that you look around you and go, "How do I set up my environment to support me? How do I set up my environment to support me, to support my brain and and the way it functions? And how do I avoid those roadblocks?" So, you know, do you take another route instead of the the cake shop? If it's inevitable that you have to be in the cake shop, do you bring your own healthy version of sweets? So when that craving comes, you have your your safety net, but you should create that environment. If you know, you either try to avoid putting yourself in in an environment that's toxic. (laughs) Some of us can't though, and I understand that. So So if you can't remove yourself or the toxic people or environment, how do you set up barriers around you to support you when you know those are the areas you may trip up? Mm. 
right? How do you do that? And think about these things ahead of time. Like that's the planning part. Like if you're not taking time already actively to make these moments of like we talked about earlier, like what is the vision that you want for your mm-hmm. life? If you don't, if you literally are not creating time to think, you will go through life mindlessly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you, you really have to negotiate like with your life, you know, like what, like if you're willing to accept certain things, right? Like versus whether you're going to make change, you, know, you, you can't yeah. be the person who's just going to sit there and accept, like you eventually have to like, be willing to or waiting changes. waiting for things to happen <laughs> waiting for things yeah. to change like yeah. this is this is why my business is called my designed life we have success mm-hmm. by design for our business because success is designed it doesn't happen it is designed it is curated it is plucked out and i i'm telling you mm-hmm. take it off your shoulders that you have to create some master plan you just have to create a plan and once mm-hmm. you go you'll be able to refine as you go but as i said if you go blindly you you'll continue to be blind. You're not going to ever mm-hmm. see it. You're not going to do it. You're not going to follow through. And this comes back even to what Kevin and I, we talked about a little bit before was these elements, looking at your vision, looking at your clarity, looking at your self-awareness, all of these things may sound like, oh, so woo-woo, but this monetary success that you want, this relationship success that you want, it all starts with time. It's something as simple as time is the only thing that you're given every day. It's Mm -hmm. the only thing that you, that gets replenished every time you wake up that you get to pick what to do with it effectively to create your entire life. It is the, it is the only, only thing that we all have and are given at the same playing field. And so if you are not taking that moment, if you're not taking a moment to identify with your most precious thing is too often we know what's in our bank account. We have no idea what's in our time account. And that's mm, where we like that. mess up. Yeah. And if you don't know what time you're working with, you don't really, you, you, I don't want to hear you complaining that your, your life is going <laughs> the way that you want because you get to decide. And some of us will look at that and go, oh my gosh, I have no time. And that's okay. Because then you can go, okay, do I choose yeah. to consciously keep giving my time to these things or do I make a change? Mm-hmm. And then if you choose to, con- if you consciously choose to keep giving your time to these things, then you, you get to do that. And you also don't get to complain because it was a conscious choice or mm-hmm. you look at it and go, Oh, this is too much. I don't like it. You can now choose to uncommit to something or you can go the other way and go, wow, mm-hmm. I have way more time than I thought. Where the heck is it going? And you can start mm-hmm. to, to consciously choose where your time is going. And consciously make awareness of this is what I want my life to look like. This is what I want my time to be spent on. Time is going to be the core, core essence mm-hmm. of, of any success. I mean, really bringing this full circle to where we started. When I started in that business, that job with my husband, I thought I had a lot of time, guys. I thought I had so much time. And if I had known what my life was going to turn into, I would have made different choices with my time. But I'm telling you right now, your life will not go the way it's planned if you don't start really owning your time. That's the first level. Once you, when you own your time, that's going to mean you have space to create your vision. Once you create your vision, that means your brain's going to know where to take you. <laughs> once your brain knows where to take you, now you've created a life that you designed. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And that, does that mean we're unstoppable at, at that point? Right. I feel like that's yeah, there's like I mean, an yeah. unstoppableness to that. You are because you have the mindset yeah. now. And now when the dips and ebbs and flows come, you're like, it's okay. I can get around this. Cause yeah. I know where I'm going. If you, if you guys are on a road trip and you know where you're headed, are you going to turn around and go home? Cause there's a detour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you're going to take the damn detour. You're going to be like, Hey, well, that could be cool. Well, here, here. Where's another way to get around? Because I am going on this trip. So that's the thing is once you have the that's vision and you know, it's headed at the end, you're unstoppable, not because nothing will be in your way, but because you're like, oh, damn it. I know where I'm going. And I'm so excited to get there. I don't care that this boulder, you know, stopped the highway. I'll find another damn way. We'll hike there. If we have to, I will get there because I know what's mm. in it for me. Cause I designed it. I created it. Mm. I like, I like what you said, because it really made me think like, there's a lot of people who are like plan vacations and amazing trips and stuff. If you take that same energy, right. Towards your, like your vision for your life, whatever that looks like for you, if you yeah. take that same energy, like you said, like, we're going Like, I love that. Like, that's actually perfect for those types of people. Cause I know a lot of those types of people who are really, they, they plan really fun things. I'm like, if you can yeah, do that. Yeah. 
you are definitely capable of planning, like, you know, having a vision and, and really looking at what you want to do the years ahead. <laughs> yeah. What it looks like, not just the end result. Remember is what it looks like, what it mm -hmm. feels like. Even exactly. you can even go yeah. that far and really visualize it and create an emotional connection. That's another neuro hack right there, because then your brain releases that dopamine and serotonin and goes, Ooh, I like that. Let's make that happen more. And then it's going to keep moving you towards that goal, which is not only a, a mental cycle, but it's a physical scientific cycle in terms of your, your dopamine release and all of these things. So it's, we can work it all together. It's all, it's science, it's passion, it's time, it's everything <laughs> together to like, it's things that you already have. That's, that's the beauty yeah. of it. Like, doesn't matter where you're coming from. It matters that you know where you want to go. I'm not yeah. even gonna say it matters where you're going. It doesn't matter where you're going. As long as yeah. you chose the destination, that's all that matters. I, if you decide you want to be, you know, an evil supervillain, I mean, and you're determined, like, you know, it won't be good for the rest of us, but Hey, if you're, you've got your plan, go with it. But whatever it is that you want to create. It won't happen unless you have that, that moment with yourself, which requires time and it's all connected. And I really like that. I know you got to jump off in a second, um, but I, I really like that you don't focus on the end destination, like the, the kind of the harder goal, because that a lot of the time is just our ego in the present. Like we, yeah. cause like, if you don't, cause like, if you're just starting out, you don't, exactly know where you're going so like if you have a firm goal for something like it can be very hard on you mentally because like but i'm not in line right i'm with this and it's your ego is like i'm not aligned with that goal you know what i mean and, yeah. and so that's and now yeah I, and now I you're like now i'm behind focus. now i'm this and so when we exactly. have these firm dates like i have to be this by this time it's more and when you look at wealth, I'd like to be, I want to have, I want to be wealthy. Maybe you do pick a number and then we go to the next step, which is why? Well, because I want to be able to have this, this, and this, and I mm -hmm. want a life that looks like this. Then as you go in life, you can stop evaluating by the end goal and you can start evaluating. Do I have this, this, or this? I am enjoying my days right now. Mm -hmm. I am going and buying these things that I like. I'm not buying maybe this super platinum plus version that I want, but I did go on those trips. Maybe I'm still purchasing coach, um, but I actually went on that trip because I made a plan. And maybe the goal later on is I'm in business and first class, but you, you actually went on the trip. Like you'll start to see those things come. Mm -hmm. And instead of, and that's why it is important. I keep kind of bringing us back is yes, I want you to have a vision, but I want you to really understand what it looks like and mm -hmm. not the end result. I have to be exactly. married by this time why yeah, oh why? i want it because i want a happy relationship okay do you have one now we can start measuring by that am i doing the work it takes to create healthy relationships looking at those pieces to see i am on my way or mm. maybe and this is why we do it every year is to check in on yourselves and we do it in a group so we can also catch you if you start to go nuts and be like i'm a horrible person because that's why we all need that and i'm sure you know you guys listening to kevin understand he has a community of, of this space for people because we can't do it all in a silo. We will mm -hmm. get in our own mind. We will go and spin the wheels. We'll do all those things. And sometimes you need someone to lovingly slap you around, wake <laughs> you up, shake you and bring you back and remind, and remind you how amazing you really are and how mm. much opportunity is ahead of you. And so these are those core elements. I'm, you know, I, I'm happy if you hear this and you feel inspired, but beyond that is taking the action and then to mm. sustain the action is to have and if you can mm. keep those three elements together with someone with like what Kevin's providing for people, or if you're an entrepreneur and want to come with what I'm doing, um, that's why those, all those pieces matter. It's, it's not mm. going to be enough to, you know, hearts all of the great inspirational quotes you see on Instagram. It's going to really take <laughs> the, the, the inspiration, the vision, the action, and the community to keep that going. So, yeah. Oh, did, that, yeah. did that sum it up, Kevin? Did that? Oh, that we killed it. We killed it. I, I, yeah, love. You have to love the journey. Is what I got from that little last bit you you said, and because it's it's you're creating sort of the way that journey is going to look, right? And it's yeah. not. It's way more focused on that than like what you. Social media is so much the end destination, right? The right, guy right. It's a whole. In front <laughs> of another Bentley. topic. We can <laughs> yeah, we won't we won't jump into it real well, quickly. Well, I want as you left that, Kevin. I know I keep it around to you, but as you left that, um, when we think about life right? And people are in such a hurry. I always want to ask people like, if, if life was a race, what's, what's at the finish line? No. The grave, right? <laughs> I'm not in a hurry to get there. I damn well want to enjoy the journey. So when people say, oh, life is a journey, not a destination, like though, 
think about the destination. It's the grave. It so is, if you're is. in a rush to get there, have at it on your own, people. But I'm all about taking using that time and making the most of it because I'm in no rush to get there. So oh, I love that. I actually just saw a Mike Tyson quote, something like that. Where he's like, he's like going off after a fight. And he's like, I ain't in a rush to get to the grave. I was like, powerful. I didn't know Mike right? Tyson. He has that side of him now. I'm like, wow. But I, I love that. I love that. It's uh that's a great way to end it. You know, there is an end destination in a way. Yeah. It is the grave. Yeah. So if that's are you in a rush you up, to get there? If that's not gonna slap you in the face to kind of put some cold water on you. Um, yeah. I don't know what will. It's um, right now. Every, today, I'm again, with that vision, I have that vision, but the reason you have it is so you can create the best today and learn from my lesson. I was living for someday. All of this stuff we're talking about, owning your time, looking at your vision, it's not to be living in the future. It's so you can make today amazing today. Make today to go, oh, you know what's important to me is spending time with my friends. How can you do that today? Mm. And a lot of times we go, oh, I have this job, I can't. Well, you know what? Tomorrow's not promised. So you damn well, if you want a good life, figure out because a great life is just a series of well-lived days. And every well-lived day is just a series of good hours. So figure out your hours, figure out your time. That's where it all starts. How you spend your days is how you spend your life, right? Is that oh, what yeah. it says? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Well, Tiny, thank you so much. Um, real quickly, do you want to let the people know where to find you? Where yeah. To get your so yeah. If you guys want to chat with me, hang out with me or DM me, it's Tanya MFK. I'm Tanya Marie Figueres Kreisinger. And because that is way too long to say and remember, I am <laughs> Tanya MFK. I am the only one in the world. So I'm very easy to find. You can Google me, find me on any of our social media platforms. We teach uh, plenty of things about this personal development mindset as well as business on our YouTube channel as well. Um, we have, you know, if you're, if you're a budding entrepreneur, um, you're, have a bias for action. I do only work with people who are ready to make moves. Um, hey. Then uh, you <laughs> definitely can come check us out on Success by Design. Um, and I also work with people individually, but that's uh, that's what I'm doing. So I'd love to see any of you there. I am a real person on social media. So if you do want to reach out, um, I, I do connect personally. So it's not my team. It will be me and I'll answer your questions. So yeah. Hit her up in the DMs. Hit her up if you're yep. curious. You want to let her know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tanya. I'll, uh, I'll hit stop recording and we can pick up. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye.